Ever wonder what married men think? Well, I do. My name is Jory O'Neill, and I am on a quest to learn what makes men say, I still do, even when they feel like they don't. Join me as we embark on a journey of discovery and exploration into the mind of a godly man. Hear real stories of love, marriage, parenting, and everything in between. Each week, learn practical ways to keep your vows renewed well after the honeymoon. I still do. Do you? Welcome back to the I Still Do Golly Man's Perspective on Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Jory O'Neill, with my co-host, Terrence D. Wilson. How you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm doing fine, ma'am. How you doing today, sis? I'm a little sore. Um, a lot of y'all work today. Uh, I'm a, you know, I'm a teacher, so it's officially summertime when I don't got to report to nobody's school in the morning. Um, so I've been trying to like make the yard look pretty, um, doing a little surprise for my husband, trying to make him a man cave, build a wall in the garage, you know what I'm saying? Got a little foosball table and whatnot, got a whole fridge stocked with drinks, you know, um, just trying to be a good wife. That's it. You know, this podcast inspires women to be godly and, and just love their mans. You know, so, so grateful, so grateful. Um, but today we're going to have a, a discourse on how to disagree, how to disagree righteously uh, with your spouse, right? How do you, how do you shut them down? How do you say no? And anything is still good. So uh, as I shared last episode, I'm still reading the book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Uh, and I stumbled upon the section on how to get people to think your way. And it, it, it was, I was like, oh, yes, he's going to tell me the art of persuasion. It's going to be great. And then my man was like, there's one surefire way to win an argument. And I was like, yes, give it to me. Girl, write it down. He was like, don't get into one. I was like, what? That's not fun, right? That's not fun at all. Like, I wouldn't hear that. <laughs> Sounds like taking the high road. I wouldn't hear about the high road. I want you to tell me some tips and some tricks on how to give it to them and stick it to them good. Um, but that is not that is not how to win friends and influence people, it seems. That's how to make enemies. Uh, and so reading that, I was like, how, how does one go about having disagreements because they're going to come up right because it is part of communication part of communication is the disagreement part so how do you navigate that right so I would love to just open up the discussion asking what do you do when you and your spouse disagree well we disagree a lot more than we want to, I would say, but it's it's not on anything like real, real serious, anything of that nature. But so the what I've learned from past experiences is don't listen to response, listen to understand. So when we already understand, we know that I don't agree on this and she don't agree on that is really not to get her to agree to 
what I want to do or her to get me to agree to what she want me to do. Um, for me, it's more of let me understand where she's coming from. So when I say no, I can say no. Why? Because I understand where you're coming from. But I very seldom say no to Chelsea. You know, I got $10 and she want a $5 pint of ice cream. Most likely she got the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I very seldom say no. And the reason is because some of the requests that she wants or that she requests, you know, in that sense, some of the things that she wants is not worth the no. You know what I mean? It's not putting me in no financial situation. It's not made me do anything immoral or anything of that nature. It's a simple request. So a lot of times I feel like for some men, we we always want to be, as they say, the head of the household. We want to sit here and be like, I run my house. You know what I mean? And that's just because you hear certain things from way back when, or you've seen certain examples of a particular household being ran because the man says everything goes this way. Well, that's the agreement that they had. That's the agreement that him and his wife sat down when they got married, baby, look here, you're going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And that's that. That's something that they agreed on. That doesn't work for everybody else. So, you know, I, I really, I listen to understand, and I always take what she say with respect. Because um, I know she's not coming from a place of hurt or anger or anything to hurt me or say anything that's going to, you know, really pierce or stick a thorn, you know, in me and I can't remove it right away. So it's, it's just I always respect what she say. And um, I know just to avoid certain things you know um and dealing with that but that's how I, I approach it where with respect and listen to understand and not listen to respond because if i listen to respond then i didn't hear a damn thing she said because i'm already thinking about what's my re my rebuttal like how i'm going to come back with it real fast because well you ain't do it but i ain't nah and then you ain't but i huh you know it's that's what i'm looking at compared to me sitting back just like okay um, let me understand. You said that if I was to do this, it would have helped you out with on that end because you didn't have to come home and do A, B, and C. You just had to do A and B because I already knocked out C because I'm always leaving to where it's A and B. I'm not going to do A, B, and she only come home and do C, then I wouldn't be right. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but no, that's that's how I deal with the, the disagreements um, that we didn't have so far. Because like I said, we, we really don't it's not really much to disagree about. It's really more about let's uh, finding out what works for us at this point. Now, ask me this six months later on our first year anniversary, then I can tell you something different probably. Well, uh, I'm gonna hold you to that. And uh, we gonna come back six months. We gonna see, we still not arguing in your household. Uh, Donald, Donald Dion Jr. What's up? How you doing? What's going on, sir? How's it going family? How's it going? Going wonderful. Uh, happy to see you. Um, we are happy to be seeing you. Listen, man, it's love it, love it. Um, so today's conversation, we're talking about how to win an argument with your spouse. And I shared, yeah, I know, right? I shared that, um, I shared <laughs> the opening <laughs> of the podcast that, um, Dale Carnegie in his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People gives one of the most profound 
uh, ways to win an argument. Would you like to hear it? Yes? Okay. He says, surefire way to win an argument. You ready? Mm-hmm. Is don't argue. That's, that's the only way you're going to win. Because if you win, you lose, right? Because you don't hurt the other person's feelings. If you lose, you lose. Because <laughs> your pride is on the line, right? So there's no mm-hmm. win. Um, so we, we heard from Terry, like, what do you do when you and your spouse have a disagreement? So I would love to hear from you, right? 10 years plus, right? So so Terry's still a newlywed. He's like, well, I don't really disagree. I, I listen to understand and I love her and I respect her emotions and feelings and we hold hands, we <laughs> eat ice cream together, and we're building America, one financial policy at a time. So uh, you, 10 years in, three plus kids, a dog, a house. How, how, how do you handle disagreements with your spouse? Um, I feel like if, if you are walking life with another human being, genuinely, right? You two are genuinely tied together and there is no form of conflict that somebody's either not being genuine or somebody's not growing. Um, Because as human beings, we change all the time. We are never the same day to day, let alone year to year or decade to decade. Um, So I can understand some people saying that they don't have fights, um, but arguments, that's kind of far-fetched. Um, but you have to think about, how, I guess, how you word it, right? Because um, in our household, um, we, we don't fight, we do argue. Uh, but those are, and we've learned how to have healthy arguments and, or, or to deal with healthy, have healthy conflicts. Uh, because you know, sometimes we will agree just to disagree. Sometimes we will have to bite the bullet and 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 swallow our pride because we were wrong about something. Uh, and sometimes we have to to swallow our pride even again when we're right to not further hurt or uh, upset the other individual. Um, so you know. To say the, the best way to win an argument is to not argue. Um, I think that's the, that's actually the best way to not be genuine, to not put yourself out there in a situation where you're in a spot where your actions or your thoughts doesn't line up with somebody else momentarily. And you guys have to have that conversation on how to get you both back on the same page. Um, and so I feel the best way to win an argument is to not try to win the argument and to just communicate what your thoughts, feelings, and emotions are from your side and not try to one-up the other person and saying, oh, I won this. You know, this is one check for me. It's, 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 it's not about battles. It's about moving forward uh, and being on the same page. So, so I guess, so I guess in, well, I guess in, in that sense, it is right, right? So the best way not to have an argument is not to have an argument, but to just have a conversation. So you know what? He is right. No, I'm not sure if that was the way he was going, uh, but that's just, you know, I think I just proved 
his theory by trying to not prove his theory. <laughs> um, and you know, the crazy thing is that that is actually one of the examples he gives um, where he said that um, one of the guys from his classes, because he teaches people, right, how to public speak and things of this nature. Um, and so he says that one time in his class, the guy caught laryngitis and he went to like try to close this like multi-million dollar deal and he couldn't speak. And so he asked the president of the company, he's like, um, can you, you know, he wrote down, can you lead this, this conversation for me? Like I have my pitch ready, right? So he had his like cards and everything, his pitch deck was on, on point. And the president did all the talking and he did no talking and he won the, the, the sale right, is between him and a couple of other uh, auto manufacturers. And he was like, if he spoke, he knew he would have blew it. He would have put his foot in his mouth. He would have disagreed with someone. If someone mentioned, uh, you know, his prices or price gouging or anything like that, he would have said something that could have been offensive or taken the wrong way. Um, but because he had laryngitis and he couldn't speak, he was left just there. So similar to what just happened with you, Donald, you figured it out on your own, right? You initially disagreed. You said, hey, nah, the best way to win an argument is not to win an argument. Best way to win an argument is to try not to win the argument. You should definitely communicate. Wait, so I guess, yeah, he's right, right? <laughs> so, like, I find it fascinating because, right, neither, no, oh, I don't know about you, Donald. Um, I, I don't, have you read this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie? Have you read this book, Donald? Um, and if it's not about uh, raising children or not giving black kids detention, no, I haven't read it. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yes, yes. Uh, um, but I, I find it interesting that your perspective on ways to win an argument is literally the exact same as a book that was written over like thirty years ago, right? So. At the base of, of both of those things, right? And it also means that you're extremely smart. You're just an extremely smart guy, Donald. Just extremely smart. I mean, just, it is what it is. You can't do anything about it. Um, at the base of it, the idea is, is this word that Terry loves so much. It's, it's about communication. And so my question initially, though, Donald, was how do you handle a disagreement with your spouse. So this is very specific to you, right? 10 plus years marriage, 72 offspring, a dog, right? 85 degrees, 32 careers. Like how do you handle a disagreement? We know you ain't arguing, right? You're not trying to win. You're not trying to stick it to her, but the disagreements do arise. And when they do, how does does Donald handle that? So there, there's a so the answer I gave you was like the 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 way I wish I did handle arguments. <laughs> um, you know, you know, you know, hindsight is a hell of a thing, right? <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, there are times now where I do just. Um, I've learned how to just listen and I try not to just 
Cause, cause I, I am so wired to just be like to give rebuttals, like, mm hmm, mm hmm, but I was like, no, let me, let me pull that in. I hear you, I understand, and that sometimes it's like, well, damn, she's right, but do I want to let her know she's right, or do I want to just walk away and be like, you know what, <laughs> let me just clean the house, say I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know. With these four children that we have now, and the other one on the way, so you know we went from three kids to five. <laughs> um, yeah, for you to be a math teacher, your math sucks, bro. No, well, so you know we have our three biological. We we adopted a teenager now. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Man, she better still be on your taxes in three years. That's all I know. <laughs> so. Um, Man, that's that's a hard question because the way I would like to handle our conflict, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. I'm I'm just being honest. You know, sometimes it's really hard to accept the fact that you know what I was really thinking about and doing was 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 the right thing, and for her to kind of like uh, prove me wrong is still a hard pill to swallow. And also, you know, she's the same way. You know, and she's not wrong as often as I am <laughs> but when it does hit you know her pride is sometimes bigger than mine <laughs> and it's like oh oh never feel salty and I try not to be like that um I try not to throw uh, salt in the wound but you know I would say the most the most healthy habits that I have so far is just listening and trying to understand the words that she's speaking and then just saying my piece um and trying trying to have a discussion instead of a tit for tat so that's very honest i i, I listen i love the genuineness always every time we have one of these conversations concerning what's really going on um thank you for not trying to sugarcoat things and make make things sound as like they are when they are not, right? Um, so I, we're all related and I too have the argument gene uh, buried deep inside of me. Uh, yes, Terry, as you are aware. Um, listen, I have repented. I've changed so much since being young. Um, I, see, I see my kids interact with one another and I'm just like, thank you, Jesus, that I'm still alive because Terry should have like put me in a trash can and, and, and closed the lid, um, you know. Dryer. Uh, or the dryer, yeah, you should have. Yeah, you probably, yep. Uh, because they argue for no reason. Like, there's no reason. There's no reason. Um, and unfortunately, I see, I see couples like this. I see couples behaving like my children. I see couples arguing for no reason. Um, and it's, it's the slightest things. And so uh, I heard this saying, um, it says, I'll show you the type of character you have by displaying the things that make you angry. Some people are so quick to be upset. Some people are so quick to be angry. Some people are so quick to just like, just fly off the rails. And it is a testament to the type of character that they have. Um, and once I realized that, like I have to take, I have to take stock 
and like I have to be mindful of of what sets me off right so now when I am having conversations with my husband and I, I, I'm going into argument mode like I can feel it like I can feel it. like my neck is twitching in my hands and I'm, I'm cracking my knuckles like we about to throw down I don't fight my husband but like all the the tense signs in my body like are starting to happen um I pause now and I ask myself why am I really upset like I I do this in my mind I don't do it like out loud um and usually taking those couple of moments to figure out like why I'm really upset it's you it, most of the time it's not even him like it's not it's something internal it's something that happened before it's something I was triggered by something but it's usually not him and so I'm like all right if he is not the target of my aggression then I don't need to be taking this out on him um and usually when I take that moment to stop and, and to think through those things the conversation turns out much better um than it, it initially started right because I was I was going in I was making my case. I was, I was building my platform. I had all the reasons why. And then I had secondary reasons and tertiary reasons. And we were, I was just like, man, like I'm loaded up on just, I'm about to black. We about to blast off. Cause I got all these, all this arsenal. He's just going to get straight, straight shrapnel. Like is that's, that's all the argumentativeness that I have in me. Um, it was just, just itching to come out. Um, but that 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 moment, that pause, that question, that reflection diffuses about, I'm gonna say 98% of the argument. Sometimes I'll, I don't feel like deflecting. Sometimes I just wanna argue, um, you know. <sighs> Alas, some things have changed. <laughs> Others remain the same. <laughs> mm. Yes, yeah, so arguments. I'm I'm interested to find out how do you resolve the argument. So once once you've allowed yourself to go there, right? Terry, you said for you not so much, but in the off chance that you have, right? In those moments that you do argue. And the moments that you do find maybe a request that has been asked of you to be a little like, mm, that's a bit much. I don't know about that. How do you, how do you resolve it? So you're saying, how do I resolve the request that I don't want to do, right? I just don't do it. I'm still your brother. I just don't do it. Uh, yeah, I just don't do it. Now, I, I make attempts. You know, I can't say that I'm not going to ever do the things that I don't want to do when it's being requested. But I can say that it probably won't happen frequently. You know, and I think a lot of times, um, so one of my mentors in the business, he, he told us, he said, quit saying what you, you don't like or what you're not going to do if you know it's a possibility that you're still doing it or even trying it. Now, if you know it's 100%, you're not gonna do it, you don't like it, and there's no way in heck you're gonna do it, then you can say, I don't like it, and I'm not gonna do it because you know you're not gonna do it. 
but to say that so it had me start thinking like do how often do i say what i'm not going to do and what i don't like so i started changing that and looking at will i do that sometime in the future yeah i will so i resolved the situation by saying hey look give me time i can work on those things that bothers you because i don't want that type of friction here but at the same time you have to understand that that's not my forte so it's not going to be something that's going to come all the time. You still might come home and have to do A, B, and C. But it might be a week where you come home and you don't have to do nothing. But so it's just based off what it is and the importance of it on how I deal with the situation. Because, I mean, I don't like washing dishes. I didn't like washing dishes when we was kids. And I sure don't like washing them now, especially when I got a nine-year-old in the house. We want her to wash dishes and a dishwasher. So I got a human dishwasher and a machine dishwasher. So I don't want to wash dishes. But when you got that, then the thing is so simple is load the dishwasher. Take the clean dishes out. Yeah, I got to work on that because we never used our dishwasher. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to get to that part. But no, that's how I, I really approach situations. I think about is it something that I'm willing to attempt to just make it easier on her because as a man, I feel we have to put ourselves in those uncomfortable positions just for our spouse. We have to be, see, I took a class and it told me to be a servant to God. And not only being a servant to God, you have to learn to be a servant to other people as well. And your spouse is one of the people that you have to be a servant to. So if I'm being a servant to her, then by me serving her the proper way and correct way, then that's pleasing God and being servant to him. So I had to look at that and, and that's the realm and the direction that I'm going now is to always be a servant. Even though I don't want to do it, just understand that it's not for me, it's for her. And it's really not for her, it's to keep him happy because, hey, look, this dude is doing everything he can to keep a smile on her face, which is making me smile. So, hey, I'm going to go ahead and reward him with maybe not another baby, but some more money. <laughs> But, you know, that's just how I approach it, if that makes sense to anybody. Another baby is the opposite of money, just so we're clear. Just the opposite. Another baby is the opposite of more money. It increases the income for you have more workers. I mean, in the future, but currently, as they're crawling, yes. Later, when they're walking and, and lifting things and picking them up and putting them down, yes, very much so. Yes, I have built an army. I'm very excited about my army. Uh, Donald, same question. How do you resolve a conflict once it has occurred? Um, for lack of a better for lack of better words, you just gotta see it through, my boy. <laughs> there's, no, there's no other way around it. You started it, now you gotta finish it. Um <laughs> Uh, so many different ways. It also depends on what the argument is. Like, are you? I don't know. Like sometimes, sorry, can can resolve it. Sometimes, it just takes a few days of of eating humble pie. Um, but I think most off, you just got to really figure out. You know what the what the cause is what, what what is the problem like why what got you to to this position and this place to having this conflict and how can you actively try to fix it um 
And I think that's the key. You got to actively try to figure out what is the solution. <clears throat> uh, I think both of you have to do it, not just one. Um, you know, one can't initiate it, but it has to be a tag team effort uh, where both of you are trying to figure out, you know, that, that you don't want to live like this continuously. Um, so, yeah. All right. So I'm going to head, go ahead and, and summarize what I've heard thus far. Um, so, Terry, on your end, being uh, freshly married, six months now. Congratulations, sir. Tomorrow will be seven months married. Fantastic. Um, super excited. Yeah, I knew that and you didn't. That's a problem. Uh, <laughs> um, what I hear you saying is you're so in love. Things are so amazing that there are very few disagreements that you have. But once you do have a disagreement, your intention is to figure out what it is that is being asked of you that may be causing some friction, some tension, to find out for yourself is if this action is something that you will actually end up doing anyway at some point, uh, and then resolving that maybe now might be a good time to start, and if not, then to communicate that later you will get there, but right now you are not there. Um, and at the end of the day, everything that you do, your ultimate desire is to please God. Uh, because he's the one that blessed you with a wife in the first place. Uh, and Donald, my summarization of, of what you have said is uh, you started it, so you got to finish it. Uh, <laughs> what that could look like is both of you taking some time to reflect on the reasoning for your disagreement, not an argument because you don't argue. Uh, and then once you figure out the underlying reason for that disagreement uh you quickly make amends that could either be saying you're sorry or as you said eating humble pie for a couple of days uh gentlemen uh, this has been fantastic i always feel it's a learning experience when i speak with you uh, i'm super excited for your your candor uh and i look forward to seeing both of your marriages grow blossom and flourish and be blessed by God um, by putting these principles into practice that you've just shared today. So I'm grateful for your time. Uh, grateful for those of you who stopped to listen. Hopefully you gained some insight, some perspective, and more importantly, some encouragement to continue to say, I still do. Zory O'Neill, Terrence D. Wilson, Donald D. Owens Jr. I still do. Golly Man's Perspective on Marriage Podcast. Till next time, folks. We out.